0: What's up, what's up everybody welcome to episode 130 of value town i'm cham mv and joining me today of course my co-hosts ali straza and jackie chan what's up guys hello hey. hello everybody having a good weekend or a good week so far with and all these uh, crazy card reveals today have you guys been keeping up with everything
1: oh yeah for sure the excitement is building.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, Knights really. The Knights of the
1: Frozen Throne.
0: I can't all wait, man. New, I can't wait all to... All the new, all to, the new to, memes. Yeah, all the new memes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And uh, fresh off of his win at Atlanta, and uh, just literally walking home and or just getting in the door, so I really appreciate uh-huh. you uh, actually hopping on the show, Doctor Jikiniki. What's up, or Jenin- Jinnan oh,
4: <laughs> just, just, just say Doctor J. Doctor J. <laughs> <Dr>. J. <laughs> J. <laughs> it's like a basketball Hey, how's it game. going? Yeah. Thank you for having me on, Sam man. It's it's great. I know it was on last time. That was a that was a blast. I'm excited to be back on again.
0: Yeah, it's a perfect timing to have you on, man. It's after a a perfect
4: timing when I came in the door too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we heard you had a crazy, crazy travel adventure. It was
4: hectic, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, glad you definitely made it back and made it back in time to talk a lot of Knights of the Frozen Throne with us. Um yeah, Ali actually just got back from Comic Con, so we'll definitely get the lowdown from uh, Ali and the Frozen Citadel and all that good stuff. Uh, we've got a Hearthstone comic now. This is crazy, <laughs> crazy cool. And uh, of course, we've got a little bit of news involving just some of the missions, and then cards, cards, and cards. We've got seven cards to re- reveal, and well, not reveal, but review today. So uh, definitely have our initial opinion. Super right. You know, kind of go back, and we you can we can be part of those videos where we were just, like, completely wrong about cards, and we'll be talking... Yeah. <laughs> It'll be documented. Uh, but also, we've got uh, Underage Frank uh, Franken-Deck. We've got another Franken-Deck that we're going to be doing for Deck of the Week. And then the Mechatorx Workshop. we got three of you guys actually submitted your cards. Uh, and then we'll see if we have time to get to Q&A today. We may not, given that we have a little bit of a time constraint. So um, let's get started just as, as quickly as we can. I figured we would... Uh, Maybe quickly, me and you, Jackie, and then we'll get into all the good stuff with Dreamhack and Comic Con. What have you been doing this week in our week in Hearthstone?
4: I've
3: literally just been smashing Rogue all week, like uh, <laughs> you know, playing Lana and like trying to come up with the best tempo Rogue list, like playing like all the Jade versions, the Elemental versions. And, like, yeah, it's been doing pretty well. Like I, I'm, I think Rogue is like in a in a good spot right now.
0: Oh yeah, man. and I
3: think the tempo-based Rogue decks are like. Better than Miracle Rogue, so yeah. Oh. I've been having a lot of fun with that. How about you?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, obviously we played the Rogue deck for uh, deck of the week, right? And that was yeah. definitely a lot of fun with the Jade deck. Uh, so yeah, been playing that. Been playing, uh, still playing a little bit of the the (laughs) biggest Druid (laughs) as well as some uh, N'Zoth Freed so definitely had some fun with uh, just some of those decks but um, not as much fun as Dr. J's had though given that he (laughs) uh, he was competing that Dreamhack and ended up winning the entire event which um, those of you that have competed at DreamHack know that DreamHack is a, t- the Grand Prix are very, very difficult events to win, just given that there's, um, it's a Swiss tournament as well as a very, very good competition at all of them. So, congratulations to you, Dr. J, for winning over a Knob Lord in the finals. Uh, t- tell <laughs> hey. us about the whole event, man. Like, how, how was it for you?
4: Uh, The event was actually crazy. It was, uh, so getting there was pretty crazy itself. Uh, just getting there, I had a lot of troubles. But then once I got there, I got to meet, a lot of cool people, and the greatest, like one of the greatest things for me is like one of my friends who I've known on Hearthstone for two years. His tag is uh, Da Ninja, and I don't know oh, if you all yeah. ever heard of him. Yeah, I know. but he um he he's most known for bringing Zoo to playoffs, and that was that was pretty funny. But I've I've known him for two years, and he lives in California, and I live on the East Coast, and uh, just uh, he was going to be at the event. So honestly, if I didn't do anything at the event, if I didn't Place anyone, anyway, I just would have had such a great time because I I saw him and I just ran up and it was this big moment or I was just like wow I it's I've like known you for moment. two years but never yeah. seen you that's it's awesome. like it's like the scene where you're going across the field of daisies and you just finally meet up oh, in slow, the middle slow <laughs>
2: slow <motion. Thank laughs> God. Slow
0: motion yes angel thump <laughs> angel <laughs> <laughs> no that's good man that's good to have a, obviously we have a lot of friends in Hearthstone and we don't get a chance to see them in person a lot of times so and that can be really really cool. Uh, but the tournament, just how was it? Tough was it a tough run. Did you feel good the entire time, or
4: I felt good about the run. Uh, I started off really bad. I got swept by Shaman round one because oh. Shaman is Shaman's pretty good if you haven't heard. And <laughs> I got well, swept. Like, I got bloodlusted on five, like two games in a row. Oh, and it was damn! Not fun. And I was so worried. I was like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be a rough tournament. And <laughs> then I won out the rest of that day. Uh, played against a lot, like a lot. Of, my strategy was to ban druid, so I faced a lot of like sh- a lot of shamans, a lot of mages, mm-hmm. a couple rogues here and there. Uh, after day one, I was four and one going into day two. Got a good night's rest, talked to a couple people. And then I came back and my first round was Astro Gation and uh Astro <laughs> crushed me. His lineup just crushed mine. He had the uh, <laughs> Dragon Priest with double Galaka. Oh yeah. And I was I was That's so right. I had a bandit, I was so terrified of playing against it. <laughs> and then I finally went seven two. Nice. And then uh played in top sixteen. It was just great. I was I was really tired through the event. So I'm sure I didn't play too well. Like I played well, but I could have done a lot of stuff better looking back at it. So, I mean, there's always room for improvement, no matter where you play. So, it was a great event overall, though. I think I played well.
0: Any highlights? Any uh, Anything in particular that stand out? That stood out to um,
4: you? Just meeting, like, just the people I met. Playing Nobler in finals, because Nobler's just an exceptional, <laughs> phenomenal player. And I'm glad... Like I how you tried
0: to fake him out with the, you know, the the little oh,
2: Pyro breaker. Warrior, <laughs> the, the mouse over <laughs>
4: yeah. his head. Well, yeah. I, had, I had nothing in my deck that would have killed him, I, <laughs> so I wanted to scare him a little bit. Yeah, like those the of you wondering what I'm talking
0: about, he was set. one short of lethal with the Pyro <laughs> Warrior. And so he, he he had a card in his hand, so he was just, like, faking faking him out for, like, maybe about a couple breaker. seconds. It was Spellbreaker. I
4: targeted Spellbreaker to yeah. his face. You
0: guys <laughs> got a good laugh at that. That was actually <laughs> pretty
4: funny. Another cool thing was um, from our from our local area of Fairfax where the cave gaming center is where they host mm-hmm. like playoffs and stuff like that yeah. we actually had three players that go to that local tavern made top 16. Wow it was myself Rich Webbs who played top eight and then a um, uh, Morde Kaiser we all made top 16. nice.
0: Nice. something something in that tavern something brewing in that, that, <laughs> that beer or whatever there that's obviously working did you
4: all bring the same lineup or did you no uh i brought the same lineup as hot me out because we worked on the lineup together mm. i think mordekaiser brought the paladin which is like the murloc paladin pirate warrior shaman and then i i mm. can't remember his last class off the top of my head mm-hmm. and i know rich Webbs brought a yeah, big druid so that was mm. really exciting you're doing really well with David. that deck. <laughs> Big Druid's so fun. <laughs> Big Druid.
0: <laughs> totally good. Hey, Dog thinks it's the best deck in Hearthstone, right, Allie? He
1: he said it again, apparently. He like, did it, it again? Wasn't, yeah, he said it wow. again, so now it's like confirmed it's that good. he's made that statement. <laughs>
0: that's so. right. No, that's, that's definitely cool, man. Whenever Hearthstone's in a state where Big Druid is talked right. about as so. uh, one of the best decks in Hearthstone, <laughs> that's great, man. Totally good. Well, anyways, congratulations, dude, on that. And um, you know, you've been close, like, a couple times now. So I, I think that it was about time that you, you ended up uh, nabbing one of these great events. And um, how many points did you get from that now? So are you uh, to qualified or no? Um,
4: I, I was qualified before. I think I was qualified going into the event. Oh, okay. I had 18 okay. points going in. Gotcha. So I think I was either on the bubble or the legend point would put me to 19 Right. to make sure I got in. But this one gave me 15 which puts me at thirty three. So I think I'm a meter right now. <laughs> and I yeah, I think I think I'm safe. I think I'll be
0: fine. <laughs> you can cruise this season awesome. or, you know, or this this last month, right? No big deal. Uh, <laughs> really, really cool. Uh, anyways, uh, let's see. The next thing we have here is Alley at Comic Con, which yes. looked like a blast, dude. Just everything at Comic Con, you know, whether it was Hearthstone or not. It, it, did you do you get a chance to? Um, why why don't we talk about the non comic, the Hearthstone stuff, and then we'll go into Hearthstone. Did you get a chance to go to any non Hearthstone stuff? Uh,
1: well, I just pretty much walked around the floor. Like, I wasn't the person <laughs> that went into or, or waited in the three hour line for the Game of Thrones panel or the 10 hour line for the Game of Thrones panel. Like, <laughs> I, I was not prepared to do that. So I pretty much just walked to the floor and, and saw everything. The cool thing about Comic Con, though, is that. Just being downtown in that area, it's so much is going on that you don't even need to have a ticket to, to, to have a great time, honestly. Oh, wow,
2: okay. Yes,
1: Yeah, so because they have, um, apparently there was this crazy, like, Blade Runner experience. I didn't actually do it because the line was too long, but it was outside of the convention. So, like, you didn't even really need a ticket to actually go nice. in. And they have all these different types of stuff, um, which the Ice Cream Citadel, you didn't need a ticket either because that wasn't inside uh, the convention either. So... Yeah, it was my first experience. Definitely very, very cool. Uh, yeah, I
0: still so. haven't been, man. I've been wanting to go one of these days.
1: Well, the tickets are just insanely hard to come by, I guess. That's yeah. the biggest issue. So they sell out. Like the day after the last one, or something ridiculous.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I've definitely been checking out all the trailers that were announced there, like mm-hmm. Stranger Things and Westworld. Westworld. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. dude, yeah. Those trailers are awesome. Exactly. <laughs> can't, can't wait for those. Uh, but Hearthstone, obviously, the the Frozen Citadel, which was yes. first time we've seen marketing of an expansion to this level. You know, like we've se- we're yes. seeing the Frozen Citadel. We've seen Temple Storm taken over by the Lich King and and all of these different things now. So um, I saw pictures. I saw the pictures actually you posted too. Yeah, so, the, was it, yeah, was the ice cream and all that stuff really, really cool?
1: It was honestly one of the coolest things. Yeah, the ice cream <laughs> Citadel basically, and it was a hot this weekend too. Like, it, And <laughs> so we were you know standing in line and then you, you get into the room and it's actually freezing in there, um, which is great. And uh, <laughs> cool. they had two flavors. It was like a sorbet and a vanilla and they were actually amazing. They had <laughs> glitter, Good. glitter in the ice cream. Okay, so you walk up and you get your ice cream, and then you can sit down and take a picture with the Lich King. Uh, <laughs> awesome.
2: and for
1: me, I did not realize that the Lich King was a real person in a costume. I thought it was oh a statue. And so I sat down next to it like, I hey, tried to get my pic for Instagram. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then he, like, moves and looks at me, and I'm like, holy crap.
3: Just accidentally, like, sit on his lap, like, without Yeah, no, i basically <laughs> was basically
1: sitting very close to him. Tell um, the so, so, Lich
4: King what you want for uh, a yeah, Christmas yeah, card. <laughs> <laughs> the you want for, for,
0: <laughs> for the Feast of Wintervale. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's,
1: that's basically how it went down. So, yeah, you got to get a picture with the Lich King, get, like, really tasty ice cream. And escape cool. the heat in the in the ice cream citadel it was really well done. And I also um, Jason Chase was outside, conveniently of the ice cream citadel when I walked up. And so I was doing an IRL stream, and I like awkwardly walked up to him. I was like, "Can you say hi to the IRL stream?" And and <laughs> he's obviously one of the game developers, and and so it was really cool to meet him. Got to introduce myself. So uh,
0: well, you didn't get a chance was, to meet him in China. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. So,
1: yeah, I fangirled a little bit. I was like, oh, it's it's Jason, Jason. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) um, so so that was cool. And then the uh, the fireside gathering that honestly has I think I've 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 been to Dreamhack and other I haven't been to too many Hearthstone events, but I've had the most fun at the fireside gathering uh, over this weekend. Like it was a blast seeing everyone. It was at this bar called the uh, the Nazi Barrel. Um, there was Hearthstone charades going on. They had, like, a card up on the TV and someone, you know, would stand in front of the TV and people had to enact the card out, or, like, to, you know, try to get the person to guess the card. And, um, you know, everyone's Who having was there? beers. Who? Uh, Eloise and Frodan were cosplaying as Jaina and... Oh,
0: yeah, I else. saw Frodan cosplay. That was, yeah, what, what? It was,
1: they were really good. Where was he? Um,
0: I didn't actually see I the picture. I
1: don't know who he was exactly. Let me see honestly. this. I, you
0: gotta see this. Somebody's yeah. mic is blowing or something. I hear something kind of weird coming from it. I'm not sure. I, if. Is it I shaking? Is somebody's mic shaking or something? Oh, did he have the mustache? No. Oh no! Oh I my God! That was Frodan! Holy smokes! Yeah. yeah. Holy he crap! He went uh, all I out, dude.
4: I've seen this. Oh.
0: That's Twitter. crazy. <laughs>
1: And so Reynad wow, was also this. there. Reynad
0: was really there. Cool. Reynad was not cosplaying.
2: No, was <laughs> <he's not laughs>
0: Look at this, man. Look at Frodan. He went all out. Yeah. Look at this. <laughs> he looks evil. Evil. He's even got
3: like an evil expression. Yeah. Like, he's going in. <laughs> it was really well done. It was
1: very well done. Yeah, it always uh, looks pretty good, too. But it kind of looked hard to get around because obviously the bar wasn't that massive. And he had, I think, like, uh, you know, stuff coming out of the, of the back of his, um, you know. You
0: back. said it was hot too, right? So that must have been. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. yeah, but
1: San Diego gets cooler in the evening though. Yeah. So at that okay. point, it was starting to cool down. Um, and then Trump was also there. Talk to Trump. Love Trump. Um, I'm trying to think. So all
0: team Tempo Storm, basically.
1: Kibler, Kibler was there. I talked to Kibler for a little while. Okay, nice. Um, Shiro made an appearance. Natalie, too.
0: So. <laughs> okay. Cool. Definitely um, a lot of community reps down there. That's cool.
1: Yeah. So it was, it was honestly huh? such a blast. Uh, a great event. They did a fantastic job putting it on.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Um, oh, well, anyways. Well, during... After, at least after the Comic-Con or whatever, they actually re- announced that uh, there's a new Hearthstone comic series or maybe it was during that time, but they they basically announced one each day. So we we actually have a total of three comics right now, which is like one would have been already shocking enough, but now we have three. So first the the first of the three is Undeath Conquers All. And did you guys get a chance to catch any of these? We've got we've got Undeath Conquers All, Force for the Weary, and the I read freedom. Through them. Yeah,
1: yeah, I read through okay. them. I think they're they were. Really well done. I, I I enjoyed it. I'm not a huge comic person, but uh, I I actually got a kick out of it. Like, I, I really enjoyed it.
3: Yeah, Yeah. no, I've never really been a comic person either, but I had a little, little read just today. Um, but I think it's really cool, have, like the more kind of <clears throat> content they do outside of just like in the game, it kind mm-hmm. of gets people engaged in other ways. I mm-hmm. think it's good for the game.
0: How about you, Dr. J? You get a chance to talk. Uh, I, you know,
4: I wish I had. A yeah. Chance to read it. Just like, hey <laughs> I have. God. I have been really busy. I, 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 when I was at the event, um, in between rounds, I would heard someone said something about a comic, so I kind of, I, th- I believe I saw like the the covers for them, but I was just so busy with that and trying to figure out flight stuff that I haven't had a chance. But I'm definitely going to go ahead and read them when I do get a chance mm-hmm. because the the art on them is just amazing. I'm scrolling through. I'm seeing characters yeah. I I I know from Hearthstone cards because I'm not from World of Warcraft, so. Uh, it's cool seeing the cards that I see in Hearthstone be implemented in something else, and it's really cool. I know we were talking about earlier about like pompous thespian and the South <laughs> the Sea deckhand are at, sitting at the bar having fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, pompous I know, thespian I think is the main character, so he, he's the <laughs> storyteller,
4: right? I, I believe so. I think so.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Man, I want to see a comic comic about Yogg.
0: Comic about <laughs> Yogg. Yeah. I'm sure it's coming. If these things are gonna take off, yeah, I think it's really refreshing that they're doing um, whoops, comics on uh, just just Hearthstone now. They probably have been shying away from doing any content like this, or maybe deep not prioritizing it, given that it's based off the Worldcraft world for the most part, right? World of Warcraft world. Um, so, um, you know, most of us or people that played Warcraft just know it by by nature. But I think it's important that they do do it, because there's a lot of people that play Hearthstone that don't know anything about the lore in World of Warcraft. So this is really, really cool that they're presenting the Lich King lore. Um, I think, you know, I, I've obviously been following Overwatch for a while, and the Overwatch comics, you know, have been out, and they, they've been telling the backstories with that. It's it's very similar. I think, I'm not sure if they've used the same artist For each of the three comics, they used a different set of writers and Artists, I believe. I think there's maybe one common one. I be- let me see. It's I think Javier Mina does the first and third one, but they have different folks doing all of them, which what I found was interesting. Given that, um, you know, why not just have the same person do three, right? So, yeah. uh, did you guys like the art style between the two, or or any of any individual one that you liked the uh, <laughs> like the most? Um, I definitely like the
4: I definitely like the art style on the first one. I am now looking through the art style on the second one. I just noticed Celsey Captain in the corner. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, I definitely like the art style on the first one. The second one's still nice. I wonder if it was just like uh, like a test run for Blizzard just to see art style of different.
0: Yeah, who would be better? One. The, 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 the
4: feedback yeah. that the community received of which comic they liked more it also yeah, gave could... more art styles a chance to be seen.
3: Yeah, it makes it easier to kind of differentiate between the two as well and like. Let it be known that they're kind of different stories. I think I prefer the the art from the second one with the kind of man bear shark and all that. Anything <laughs> <story. laughs> kind of <laughs> yeah.
0: think that's the shark bear is gonna win win everybody's heart, right? <laughs> Personally, I like is that the first. actually th- gonna be a card, by the way? The yes. Yes,
4: dude. Totally, they should. I was- can't wait to see it. Yeah. It was flipping through the cards when they made the trailer. It was like the yeah. first one. was yeah. gonna be a three exactly. mana card, and it's probably gonna be a hunter card. Because Rexar has the, the bear shark. So yeah.
0: yeah. I'm excited about that one too. <laughs> That's I, we can totally try to guess at what it's gonna be and come up with some crazy things. Um, but yeah, anyways, this is the comics. I thought it was really, really cool. It looks like it's only it's just a series of three. So um, maybe each expansion they'll be coming out with, you know, just more of a comic promo also. I still feel like there's something there in terms of all the Blizzard products, just creating a comic. You know, Overwatch, there was supposed to be an Overwatch graphic novel that got canceled along the way because they wanted to change the lore. So um, they seem to be doing good products here. It's like they should just go for it, you know, and just make a comic. That would be really, really cool. I'm sure there are a lot of people that are fans of the Blizzard IPs would totally buy them. Um, yeah. But uh, let's move on to some more Knights of the F- uh, Frozen Throne. So there was a little bit of news Um, I think Ben did mention that uh, in terms of the missions that are going to be available, just the PvE aspect, that the Prologue is going to be free again, and it's going to be available right from the get-go. And then the first four missions will be available on day one, and then the next four will be available over the next two weeks. So um, not everything will be available on day one, which uh, is pretty consistent, I guess you could say, with uh, just just the past expansions. But plenty on day one, though, so I'm pretty excited about that. You guys uh, looking forward to the PvE aspect of it?
1: Yeah, I think, I think it'll, it'll be really fun. I, I'm, I'm excited. I, I, think, um, I feel like it's been a while since we've had, had that, hasn't it? Yeah.
0: Uh, PvE yeah. I think, the PvE
1: experience. What was the At
4: last one? What was the
1: last one, actually? The last
0: one was Car- no No, Karazhan. 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 Was it Karazhan? That yeah, was like, I think it was, yeah. About a year yeah, ago. The chessboard, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? I think that
1: was the... Yeah. yeah, that's
3: definitely it. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, the thing... The- the problem with I always had with them is that it was they always felt slightly too easy and I just was kind of like waiting to yeah. get them done. And like I just wanted to get the new cards, so I was just like, oh, let's just complete all this really quick. But now I mm-hmm. can like cause we get the cards straight away, you can like firstly they can make it more challenging, and secondly, you can like do it in your own time and not right. have to rush through it to get the cards and kind of enjoy it a bit more and
0: it's supposed yeah, to be yeah, harder. To too. They they said it's supposed yeah, to be harder. So it's yeah, it's yeah. gonna be good. I hope it's not just regular and then heroic is just add a bunch of hit points to the hero, you know, and then just make it yeah, harder. Sure like, so yeah, I hope it's uh, just a lot more well more creative and how it, they make it harder. Yeah.
4: Uh, it's also nicer that um it get like the way PvE was really good is because like not all players like the um like player versus player aspect of games. So some players play games for that player versus environment aspect. Um so it's really cool to think that they keep giving Um, their... I know they did it before, but the fact that they're coming back with the fact that there's a new way technically to play the game and it's a new way to uh, just keep evolving the game. So I do like mm-hmm. that about it.
0: Yeah, I think it's a good way for them to possibly highlight new mechanics that they've added to. Like, it wouldn't be cool if there was a mission that was all about life steal. You know, they're like, you have to steal life to a bit like you start yeah. with five health or something like that and like your job yes. is to, to like build your health pool while wow. first so to of get really really to 30 health way. exactly you start <laughs> as
4: five health your opponent's pirate that's warrior good luck
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah right exactly that'd be all yeah. oh,
2: okay.
4: uh, it also gives them a way to test new mechanics like yeah. how they said they always use the expansion or they always use the uh the old expansions to test the new mechanics and what they can do with the game. Yeah. So maybe they're testing new mechanics for future sets within these missions. And since you don't have to like you don't have to play the missions to get the cards, so like they can test crazy mechanics mm-hmm. that may not work. Because if it's bugged then they can always fix it later and it's not like anyone gets upset about it.
0: Yeah, that's true. going <laughs> would be interesting if they actually do like get stats that like really, really granular stats from their PvE. Yeah. Sure. Um, but uh yeah, well-
3: why do you think they're doing it over uh, kind of two weeks instead of just releasing it all on the first day? I, I don't really know why. Uh,
0: well, in the past, they've only released like each wing each week, right? Like one yeah. wing at a time. So yeah. this is little, like, why? this is a little different. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter, right? So I don't know. Just maybe something to look forward to, just as a way to draw the you know the expansion out into more of a three-week type of thing instead of just
4: Hey, it's out! There! More of (laughs) like an event than, oh, here are your cards, now go play. Yeah, exactly.
0: We already have an issue with things running dry (laughs) too quickly from the standpoint of hype. So, (laughs) I mean, if you can draw it out a couple more weeks, that would definitely be great. (laughs) Um, All right, well, we've got new cards that have been announced. One yesterday, and we've seen the be on number six and counting today there might actually be one you guys keep checking reddit too by the way we might actually have more coming out while we're doing this so um let me know if you guys do see one oops i guess uh yeah I need to fix ali's cam here in a second but let's start off with the plague scientist which was plague yeah which this was announced uh sometime this morning actually we should start with it I'll get to the the one that was announced yesterday, but um, yeah, we start start with the best one, the taking <laughs> abomination. Yes, okay, let, let me get that. <laughs> let me get the uh, the first one that was revealed yesterday, which. Uh, <laughs> Which me and uh, Dr. J like to refer to as the Tickling Abomination. Tickling Abomination. <laughs> tickling, <because> abomination. <laughs> tickling
1: Abomination. What yes. a card. It's weird you both card. saw it,
2: that's what you we, both we saw it was. I think someone told me
4: it was Tickling Abomination. Or maybe, uh, maybe I, I just was, saw it and I assumed it was Tickling because that seems like a Hearthstone thing to do. I have no excuses, <laughs> man.
0: I actually just, <laughs> for some reason, saw it as Tickling Abomination. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah how about this card so it's a four mana five six non-class card um rare and death rattle deal five damage to your minions not all minions your minions so this is an interesting take on uh a penalty for obviously uh, a nice big body so uh initial thoughts on this Allie. what do you think
1: Okay, well, when I first saw it, I, I mean, I don't think it's great, um, but I do feel like maybe there's maybe there's some synergy out there that we just don't know about yet um, that maybe it'll make it work, but in general, no, I didn't think that this, uh, this card was uh, all that powerful or strong. Um,
0: yeah. That's
1: just my initial reaction.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. got
1: something up their sleeves so where it could be
0: decent. We'll see. I don't know. Jackie's holding his tongue here, but. Uh, I think, what, Dr. J, what do you think?
4: Uh, I, I don't know. I love the art on the card. I think the art's funny. I think the face is funny. The face on Tickling Abomination. He's <laughs> <laughs> laughing, dude. He's totally laughing. Uh, man, he's going sound like he's about he's to know, tickle I know he's going to tickle like. you. Like, it's, it's, it's just a fact. <laughs> um, other than that, like. Uh, it's it's really hard to judge a card um, before the whole set's released. Um, it's really it's easier to judge the card when the whole set's released because then you can really say like, oh, this is the synergies for it. Because for instance, like a, a good example of that is Caverns Below was like rated one of like the worst. Like people were like, oh, this card's a joke, mm-hmm. and it became one of the most That's powerful right. cards. I don't think this card's that case because mm-hmm. I, it's it's sad to say, but a four mana five six might just not be for that kind of penalty. It might not be good enough because we have 4 mana of seven sevens with um, different penalties that actually are kind of better than this penalty. And uh, I don't know, 4 mana of five six is only plus one plus one over like what's considered a decent stat line for a vanilla. So right, right. I don't
0: know. Yeah, for, I mean, for me, um, I think that this card, if you just judge it by what it is, then yeah, it doesn't sound great. Penalty's way too hard. Maybe you do something with zombie chow or something like that. Um, but for the most part it's not good because it kills your own minions and that's generally a bad thing. But you have to remember the theme. The theme is Lich King in Death Knights and killing your own minions, there there has to be something good about killing your own minions in this expansion is what I'm imagining. That's true. So, um, I don't know why they wouldn't release that stuff first yeah. and then release yeah. this, but <laughs> um, I—that's mean, how I'm kind of reading at least the, this card. So this maybe, one is for me is a wait and see type of thing.
1: What if it's like a Keldazar type effect where like the minions you killed this turn or something that are like res- resurrected and.
0: Oh, so it's like a heel uh, almost. On those yeah, guys? I don't know. Oh maybe, 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 possibly. <laughs> yeah, okay. They, uh, we'll see. they maybe also
4: that's... want to put Tickling Abomination first because when we all uh, kind of roast this card and we say it's a really bad card, and then they release that one exactly. mana zero one that says when this card dies, uh, right. summon a twenty twenty. We're Like, oh, abomination is yeah. suddenly the best card of the set. Yeah, uh, they're, right, gonna, they're so... not gonna see
3: that in the box. I love that Red, Reddit just exploded yesterday. Like, oh, we've waiting for three weeks. Like, what is, this, you suck? Like, you what is suck, this trash? <laughs> it's
2: like, guys, come, relax. My god,
0: okay, Jackie. I don't, I didn't want to put you in a weird spot, but given that you have a card release coming up, what do you think of this? Oh, oh. What do you think of this? Yeah,
3: um, um, I, I mean, it's it just looks like it sucks, right? Like, it looks terrible. But um, <laughs> I was trying to think of ways you could actually use it. Obviously, there's the kind of, like, the Death rattle Priest deck that plays, like, Devil's Soar right, Eggs and right. the, the one one the 5 5 and that kind of thing. But to be honest, I don't even think it would be good in that. I think right. if this right. did see play right now, <clears throat> like, Hunter would probably be the best place for it, because, like, in, like, Face Hunter, you're usually, like, getting the board for the first three or four turns, and then you're literally just going face and you don't care about your board anymore. And so, like, a four out of five, six is a very aggressive body. And if you don't care about your own board, then, like, I could really see the same player face on like...
0: Really? Gosh, other I, that, yeah. Other
3: than that, I, I don't think this.
0: Yeah, anything. maybe Hunter. Maybe, it just maybe something that you're generally only going to have no minions on the board or one minion on the board. And you, uh, maybe it's a small minion, right? It wouldn't be too bad. But I don't know. I I, I still find it hard to. Yeah, hard yeah, seeing yeah, somebody play it. Game. You know, I like, compare this to like a bitter tide Hydra. I mean, bitter tide Hydra yeah. is going to be played over this, right? <laughs> so um, I anticipate... I'm going to go on a limb and say this card is going to be good after all the rest of the cards come out. <laughs> and, yeah. and something to do with killing like your own minions is going to be something really, really good later. Um, but okay, anyways, let's move on to the next one. Plague Scientist. So this is a rogue card. Three mana, two, three body combo. Give a friendly minion poisonous so this is the first time that we can pick any minion to give poisonous to so interactions like um you know uh what's the venomous blade and things like that that's going to be um or at least what people were wondering if in blade would kill everything right whenever you blade flurry and things like that that I, th- I think with this thing if you put it on a wild pyro it will kill everything if it procs on everything Unless I'm wrong about that, is that right?
4: Uh, Oh pyro it'll kill everything. Because if you if you put um if you adapt while pyro and paladin and you give it poisonous it kills everything. Oh is that
0: right? Okay. Okay. So oh yeah, adapt and paladin. That that's another card that you can put on anything. So um yeah, what do you guys think about this card? I I I mean I know with a jade one it would have been nice, man, to be able to put poison on like a a swarmer or something like that.
1: Yeah, I'm sick. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think it's gonna be showing an arena, definitely. Oh, I, yeah. think I feel like this would be a pretty strong arena card. Um, and constructed, um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, I think it also will depend on what else comes out, but I think it's I think it's relatively strong.
3: Yeah, I think it's it's not going to see playing things like miracle rogue, like spell heavy rogue <laughs> decks, but kind of more tempo based decks that play like firefly, firefly Swashburglar, and like more early game minions. I think this could could be decent in. Yeah. Yeah,
4: it's definitely got a weak body, but the effect is kind of like cute per se because one of the one of the cards that comes to my hand is just if you're playing a tempo, you're most likely playing like patches, so you could like play your pirate, coin this out, put it on patches, and then kill something immediately. So that's kind of a cute like synergy with it, and then also Temporo, Typically, your early game minions are really fragile. I mean, putting this on like a argent squire might be really good because then you might get the proc twice. Oh yeah. So. Um, other than that, though, the, the body is really weak. Like, 3-mana 2-3 is, like, really below average. Yeah. Especially when the 3-drop, because 3-drops are really important. But uh, it's definitely interesting. I like the effect. Uh, typically, scientists have been pretty good. Like, mad yeah. scientists, so... Yeah.
0: I mean, the real question is, is this better than SI agent? You know, and... I Or Shaku. Yeah, or Shaku. Dude. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's probably no. It's really right? I mean it's,
3: it's probably like if you've got a one one on the board, yes. If you don't know, it's probably the <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah. That oh, was good. hard to keep a one one on the board. You're
4: staring down an eight eight, maybe.
0: Well you could. <laughs> well, I mean there's a good chance you do have a one one on the board if you swash burglar and patches, right? So if you if you did if you started with that and then you coined into this, that's it's a pretty good Pretty good tempo, at least, on board. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in,
3: like, rogue, you can play, like, Swashburgle with Patches, play Argent Square as well. You play yeah. Fireflies. Like, you could even play, like, Defius Ringleader and, like, things like that in a very early, early game yeah. minion-based deck. And that, like, this would be very good in that type of deck,
0: but... Yeah. Well, definitely interesting. And, um, you know, more along the lines of, I think, would work in existing rogues. Uh, that's definitely cool. Um, all right, so the next card we have here, let's see, we've got Blood Queen... How do you pronounce that? <laughs> Pl- La- Lana-fell? La- Lana-fell. <laughs> oh. Okay, let me, let me bring it up here. Where is it? Uh, there it is. Blood Queen. Okay, so this is, ooh, this is a good one. This, this is a Warlock card, five mana, and uh, one attack, six health, uh, Legendary Lifesteal, has plus one attack for each card you've discarded this game. So this is like if you if you play this card late in games and uh, you're playing a disco lock or you're playing Deathwing or something crazy like that, you could see some huge numbers on this this card. So um, there's been some debate, too, because I I think Kibler's come out and said that it's going to be crazy strong on Twitter last night. And there's the, the, you know, the total opposite people saying that it's going to be trashed. So uh, these are the kind of cards that are greatest, (laughs) the greatest to discuss. What do you guys think, Dr. J? I'll have you start off with this one.
4: Uh, So I'm I'm really iffy on this card because this is one of those cards that, with the right cards printed, it could be insane. But I don't see it being insane right now, just for the reason that the discard mechanic in its current state is just pretty. It's I'm just gonna say it's flat out kind of bad. Just for the reason that, just for the reason that you can't control what you discard, and there's a lot of times where you'd have this and then, um, uh, Silverware Golem, and you're like, okay, please discard the Silverware Golem, and you're gonna discard her and be like, wow, well, that's now like, now she's gone <laughs> I unless know. I do like the <laughs> right. six mana five five. But um, um, another thing that important to note with this card is like, it nerfs other cards in the game, which I, I like to I like to think about cards like that. So, for instance, this nerfs Firelands Portal to an extent, because getting a 1-6 off a of Firelands Portal is pretty bad. But on top of getting a 1-6 off Firelands Portal, now it increases your outs if you need healing off the Firelands Portal. And this now has healing, which is pretty cool. So it's like, I like to look at cards like that, too. So this is also mm-hmm. a decent 5-drop for that. But in the discard Warlock, I, I, unless they print some more cards that if this card is discarded or even a card that says you can control what you discard, which I don't think would ever be printed, just based off the nature of the game. I, I don't see this being strong enough, but it definitely does have the potential to be. Allie?
1: Yeah, I guess a part of me when I saw it, I mean, you guys know Warlock's my favorite class, and it's just the disco aspect of it just doesn't excite me at all. <laughs> and so, like, I feel I feel bad because I want to like it. Um but I just I saw it and I just wasn't excited. So like it's, um Doctor J was saying though, like if it has the right cards to go with it, like I can see it being strong. But just at its current state, like I guess I was just looking for something else in the in a war, the Warlock Legendary. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. like I said, with the right mechanics or with the right tools, I should say, um, it, it it could be strong. I just you know Disco not my favorite, but
3: Jackie. Yeah, I mean like. The card itself is actually just, like, a really good card. And lifesteal, like, healing is much better in Warlock than most other classes. So it's actually insanely good, but it's just there's nothing to work with it. Um, yeah. So, it, like, Warlock would definitely need some more kind of tools to help with it to, to make it work. But one of the interesting things about this card is that I'm pretty sure if you if you did discard it, um, and there's the Cruel Dynamancer, which is a 6 mana, 5, 5 death rattle, bring back a card mm-hmm. you've discarded. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm pretty sure it would still have the attack of, like, it wouldn't yeah. be a 1, 6. It no, would no, be, yeah,
4: it would be like... It's like this like because C'thun, C'thun right. says, like, mm-hmm. if it's on the board, you still get the attack, and this one's the same way.
3: Yeah, so yeah. this card could maybe help Cruel Dynamancer see... Yeah. Maybe see play?
4: I could see um, that, yeah.
3: And, uh... Yeah, so I think this card could maybe help other discard cards that we don't really see much of. I, see more play, but yeah.
0: I think the tough part with discard and disco and I have the same sentiments as you guys, is just that this card is um, you know, it could be good, but the thing is is that the disco mechanic is so difficult to navigate, you know, and mm-hmm. and the thing is is like I feel like cards like this try to give you a jackpot. For doing it, yeah, you know, like at the end, and I don't actually think that's good, you know, for um, the that type of deck to have this this type of design. Like, I I, f- I wish they would yeah. do something that's more incremental. Like, as you're playing the disco, you know, as you're discarding mid game and things like that, there's way to to navigate and generate cards, you know, like by pulling from the graveyard or things like that. Versus- so. Hey, if you live until turn 18, we will give you a 15 six guy, you know, <laughs> like on the board. That's great, you know? So I just don't like that
4: approach. I was actually just thinking about it, and I was actually like, the way, the way it looks now is I wouldn't be surprised if they made a two mana, two, two warlock card that said either battle cry, death rattle, add a warlock minion you've discarded from your hand this game back to your hand.
0: Yeah, I mean, they
4: they could do that. So kind of like the Dynomancer, except for it adds it to your hand. So like it would make this more viable. So if you did discard this, you wouldn't guarantee lose it forever. You could get it back with the 2-2. Yeah,
0: but but how interesting is that, though? It's like, okay, we have Uh, a card that just get back a card to discard. I don't think it's it's necessarily interesting, but it makes
4: it... It's a a way to make it viable if Blizzard (laughs) really wants to make this viable.
3: Yeah, I mean, this card is is kind of trying to push discard lock into more of a mid-rangey, controlling type of Mm -hmm. thing instead of the aggressive discard lock, which kind of we've seen in the past. So, yeah, it would be interesting because I think control warlock is something that has massive potential, but it's just really lacking the healing.
0: Yeah, Um, I guess if you did add mechanics, it would just be a mean huge probability game, <laughs> like playing discard luck, right? <laughs> probability of what you drop, probability of what you get back, and and having to figure out what kind of power that gives you. So maybe high skill cap-wise, there could be something there. Um, but nonetheless, it's interesting. The fact that it has lifesteal, I think, for just even that standpoint, it's pretty cool. Uh, all right, the next card we have is Blood Razor, which I... I think they should have called Frostbite, personally, but (laughs) (laughs) what do you guys think? So another weapon for a warrior at 4 mana, and it's uh, called Bloodraiser, it's a a common card, 2-2, so 2 attack, 2 durability, Battlecry and rattles, deal 1 damage to all minions. So that sounds kind of familiar. Um, (laughs) So I, 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 you know, there's obviously very, there are some similarities with Deathbite. So, um, what do you guys think of this, this card? I mean, it seems to synergize a lot with just the damaging, you know, everything for one minion. So, you know, enraging or executes and things like that uh, and, and dealing with some of the aggro decks. But, uh, Jackie, how do you start with, on this one? Like, what do you think with, about this?
3: Uh, I think this card's kind of fantastic. I think it's, it's uh, not quite as strong as Deathbite, Bite, but I think mm-hmm. that's a good thing because I think Death Bite was too strong. I guess Bite was so strong that you would just put it in every single Warrior deck, which I don't think is a good thing. Like, this is a bit more niche. Like, you're not going to play it in Pirate Warrior, but right. uh, you could definitely play it in some, like, mid rangey, tempoy tempo-y style Warriors or maybe even Control Warrior. Um, I, I really like this card a lot.
0: Yeah, less face damage, right? But you can still control the board pretty well. Um, Jackie, or, uh, Ali, what do you think?
1: Yeah, like Jackie said, I don't think it's as strong as Death but for good reason. Um you know you can drop a frothing you know on on 3 and have a attack you know get it, get it go or get it going on 4 so i mean like i think there's a lot of a lot of things you can do with it i think it's really strong i wonder if the if the two attack is too weak but i think the the effect is so powerful that it it'll make up for the fact that it's only two attack so um yeah i think it's really strong
0: yeah it's like kind of, it's like a volcanic potion with two swings from a, a yeah on a, a, a weapon so Pretty interesting, uh, Dr. J, What do you think?
4: Uh, I definitely think there's potential for this card. I don't know how strong it is. I think I saw some people talking about it on Twitter, and they were saying like maybe it replaces like a whirlwind and taunt warrior in our current state. And I definitely think it is definitely a strong card because death bite was one of the best cards Hearthstone's probably ever had just for what it did because mm. it would it would kill two minions and then it also contributed to at the time patron. And so I'm sure there might be some patron-esque effect that this will contribute to. And the, the card is super... the Whirlwinds effects are just super powerful, so if you think about it, it's like a 2 mana 2-2 two, two weapon with two Whirlwinds attached, and you can control when the Whirlwinds go, and you invest the mana early <laughs> and get it later. Good. So it's like... The, the card text is good, I just... um I, I don't know if it's a 2 of in a deck, just because the the, the right. 2 attack is kind of weak, but it definitely is a good enough card to be playing the 1 of a something.
0: Yeah, I I think that there's going to be, tr- you know, the decision whether you play this or you play a ghoul. Would you ever replace a ghoul with this? Or you know, like or, I mean, definitely whirlwind. I can see that consideration. But would you? I don't think you would replace, you'd replace, a, replace body? a ghoul.
4: Okay. No, because the yeah. three three body is just so important.
0: Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Regardless, I'm glad to see a nice four drop weapon back in Warrior because <laughs> that was always <laughs> one of my favorite cards in Warrior was the was Death Bite. Uh, all right, next up we've got Mountain armor so another warrior card and this one is a three mana four three rare death rattle if your opponent's turn but if it's your opponent's turn gain six armor so if your opponent kills this thing basically then you're going to be getting health out of it so there's this kind of decision that your opponent's going to have to take you know whether to hit face or and give up tempo i guess on board or or vice versa um dr j what do you think man
4: uh, I was really intrigued by this card. This card is definitely really cool. The three mana four three is like, it's like a good stat line. It's pretty good. There's there's a lot of decent like three mana four threes. I think that I I can't remember off the top of my head, but the 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 way it's worded makes me wonder if it's like like how good it is because if it was death rattle, it's on your turn. You can trade into something and gain six armor, or your opponent like. Has to lose a minion they don't want to lose because they're like oh I can't let him kill a minion and get six armor so I might as well okay. trade into it now mm-hmm. but it also has I think Jackie was saying earlier um, when, we were, when we just like briefed over the cards real quick that um, if you play it they they feel obligated to kill it because so it doesn't trade up and they don't want it to trade up, but if they kill it now, you get the six armor, which it basically accomplishes its goal. So it's definitely a really interesting card, I I don't know how to evaluate it, so I, I don't want to say whether it's good or bad or not. Okay. Yeah, Alan? I
2: agree. I don't,
1: I don't really know how to feel about it. I mean, uh, I, I see what you mean like by trading up. I don't know. I guess you have to decide the trade-off, you know, of whether you want the armor or not, um, or if they do. Yeah, I, I, I actually don't know where I stand on it either. Jackie, how do you
2: feel about it?
3: Yeah, I, I think it's really good. I don't think yeah. it would fit into kind of any current archetypes of warrior, but like the situations where like you against say Pirate Warrior and then like they coin your frothing, their frothing, and then you play this. And normally what the Pirate Warrior would want to do is kill the minion that's gonna trade into the frothing. And but then if they do that with this, you get six armor, which is great. But then if they don't, you're gonna be able to trade your four attack minions to the frothing. So I think this is I think the effect is Better than it like initially looks. Like the fact that you get mm-hmm. to a trade with a high attack minion is is really good. Um so yeah, I don't think it would fit into any current kind of warrior decks we have, but I think it's a good card that yeah. you probably see some play somewhere.
0: I, I actually think this is a really good card. Um I think that maybe an might even be a consideration into in Warrior because of this card too. If it wasn't for Jade Druid, yeah. Fatigue Warrior would be back. Like no question with yeah. this card. I mean, it's like not even close. But the fact that j Druid exists, <laughs> then you know you still have to reconsider. But I mean, this gives Warrior an immense amount of health. So you know, any kind of uh, Warrior that that can leverage that, e- even if it's just like Quest Warrior or something, you might still be able to you know survive even longer. I mean, this this is a car that gives you additional health plus shield block and all that. I mean, that, that adds up, right? An ex- additional twelve health on a on a Quest Warrior could be pretty amazing. So. Um, yeah, I actually like this card. I don't think it will be a tempo type of thing. Like it, it, it would be a little bit um mismatched, you know, to have something that gives you armor, yet you're playing a very tempo oriented type of a game. So um I, I would think it would go down the the um the control route and just allows you to to trade or allows you to, you know, even threaten and, and um delay the game a bit until you get to your power cards. So really cool. I mean definitely a great card for for Warrior gives them a little bit more utility, you know, to, to do some cool things. Alright, Prince what's that? Tal- Talderum? Talderum, I think is how you pronounce Tal-durin? it. Okay, Tal-durin. let's bring this one Cal-durin. up. Prince uh, 3-3. Prince 3, three. Prince three, three, three. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. Yeah, Prince 3-3, three, three, right? That's what we're going to call it. Let me bring it up, all right? <laughs> <Prince> three, three, <laughs> That's pretty much what we're going to have to call it. Um, Where is it? Do I not have it here? Well, I think I might not have gotten a screenshot of it. Um, actually, let, let's do Nerubian Traveller while I snag it. Okay. Because, like I said, these these came out a little bit... We, uh, we need to find
4: a 3-3 three, three copy of the Prince. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay,
0: so Nerubian Traveller... <laughs> That's right. Nerubian Un- Unraveler. Sorry, not Traveler. Unraveler is a epic card. Six mana, five five body spells. Cost two more. Okay, so... Sounds a lot like another six-mana card we've had in in the past that that actually adds additional cost to uh, spells, which obviously um, is in wild right now. But uh, what do you guys think of this? Is uh, Allie, what do you you think, man? I
1: mean, I loved Lothab so much.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much Lothab. Um,
1: So if it's anything, it's close. I I don't think it's as good as Lothab. Um, but it's close, and that's good enough for me. Um, <laughs> but, so yeah, I'm I'm very very excited. I feel like Lothob was a card that um, was so so powerful. Like you could deny your opponents anything can happen. You know what I mean, or something along those lines. And so I feel like being able to kind of control the game in, in a way that you want to control it is 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 what this card can allow you to do. And so I'm I'm very excited. I think I think it's going to be pretty good. And you can have two two of them. Um, so, yeah, I think it's fantastic.
0: All right, uh, Jackie, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's,
3: it's really cool. It's kind of, even though it's kind of similar to Lothar, but it's also kind of very different at the same time. Lothar, mm-hmm. what you would generally do is you would often hold it for one specific turn where you're just going to deny, say you're against Freeze Mage and you deny them, like, uh, killing you or playing an Ice Block or whatever or clearing your board, um, uh, Whereas this is more, like, it's, it's slower. Instead of, like, doing it for one turn, you kind of... They have to actually kill the minion for the for the effect to go away. It's not just a one-turn effect. Um, and because spells cost two more, it's going to be harder to kill than a six mana five five would normally be to kill. Like, it's quite understated, but it's going to be harder to kill because spells cost a lot more. So, like, playing against yeah. this against, like, Miracle Rogue, um, they probably won't even have, like be able to use a spell to activate their Valspine Slayer to kill it. So th- this is going to be a really difficult mm. minion to deal with for, for quite a few decks. And, uh, yeah, I, the, the only thing I'm thinking is, what deck would you actually play this in? I don't really know.
0: Yeah, that's a good cool question. Yeah, Dr. J, how about you?
4: Uh, the way I view this card is, like, I, I definitely think it's it's a powerful effect. I definitely like the effect. Um, I like it, it. it kind of adds counterplay to the game. This is also, like, a tech card that um, that can be used in specific matchups, like Rogue and Mage, which is really important. I think I think Blizzard used their flex spot, because I know they, I believe they discussed on stream about how they have, like, 10 flex spots in the expansion to help yeah, people, like, cope with things. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the, a big example of that is Galaka Crawler. Like, a lot of people were complaining about Pirate Warrior and the strengths of pirates. So, like, okay, here's Galaka Crawler, <laughs> you can... <laughs> you can you can you can beat the pirates all you want now yeah, yeah. and so i think people have been complaining about how the strength of mage and glyph and um also like rogue to an extent so like <laughs> they printed this card and said hey look glyph doesn't reduce the cost anymore it just <laughs> <laughs>
0: right we so, add on uh, the discount we add back
4: on exactly. the discount exactly we put the discount back but i it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see where this card fits because like jackie was saying it definitely is like a slap in the face to rogue because rogue's not going to have a good way to answer this. And most rogues have been cutting sap. So like, and even even sap, you don't want to sap this. You just sap and you play it again.
0: Yeah. So, you know, is it going to be one of those tech cards that people just add like one of or or certain, you know, it's kind of like what Jackie was saying. I I don't know how you fit this in, you know, because the body itself is just kind of, you know, eh. you're just really wanting that, that text, but it's six mana, it's like half your turn, even you know, even at the end of the games. So, um, mm. gonna be interesting to see. You know, I, I could see it happening in like a Kazakh's deck. You, you probably add something like this in a Kazakh's deck, right? Maybe is, is text, yeah, <laughs> yeah I maybe mean, enough. I mean, we're adding silence. Decks we're are, add like
4: pretty weak right now, so yeah. they definitely need some good one of and That would definitely be a good one up to just place yeah.
0: in, okay? Yeah. Uh, let's see. The next card. Okay. Here's Prince Taldaram, Taldaram. <laughs> Taldaram. It's a legendary card. It's a three mana, three, three, battle cry. Okay. There's, there's some question of interpretation of this <laughs> deck. So I kind of want to see what everybody thinks. If your deck has no three cost cards, uh, transform into a three, three copy of a minion. So the question at hand is do you copy an existing minion on the board? Or is it just like a random copy of text from any card that's non-vanilla? So what do you guys think? Do you guys think it's just copy one of your minions on the board?
3: I think if it was copy of run, Rand- I think it would specifically say transform into a three three copy of a random minion. If it yeah. was, yeah. if it That's was part- a random minion, I don't think they could correction. fit
0: that though, <laughs> because the
4: yeah three fetches. That might be why they yeah. cut it out. They said we don't have. <laughs> do they'll, they'll, they'll figure <laughs> out when this card comes out. It out. When they they played on three, and the arrow comes up. They'll figure it out. <laughs> I mean,
0: and, and like I was interpreting this given that as a legend too. I was interpreting this as like a meme card. That's what I was thinking it was that. Because I always think, oh, this is kind of like the meme card of the set or one of them. But if it isn't, if it's just like copy one of your other minions, then it's just kind of like, I mean, there's nothing that special about this legend, you know? It's like a Mirage Caller or whatever it is. And, you know, Harold Balazs, right? Like cards that are bad. Faceless Manipulator. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's not I faceless because like- it's a three-three. It's like just a three-three version.
1: Right. Uh, it's worse. It's worse. Yeah. Than faceless. It's way worse. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: So, am I missing something here, guys? Anybody see possibilities I mean, of this?
3: Mirage Caller is only specifically in priest. Like, if you could play Mirage Caller in other classes, I'm pretty sure it would probably see That's some true. play. it um, okay. One interesting thing about this is that. Like, I think there's right now there's a lot more cards in wild that you would want to use this with. Like, using this with like Emperor or like Ragnaros or Sylvanas could be really Mm -hmm. good.
0: Um,
3: One thing that's interesting about it is that it's if your deck has no three or three cost cards, so you can use it, you can use Hemet, and then Hemet gets rid of all your three and less cost cards, and then you can use this on something big. But I think this is one of those cards that has really high potential, um, but there's no real cards in the meta right now that this works really well with but we'll probably see some cards come out.
0: Well this it, it, it
3: does work well with.
0: I mean it works in Big Druid, right? <laughs> yeah. I
3: mean you can use that like uh Ysera or like giant anaconda. Yeah, I mean I think, it's, a,
0: it's I the, the same it's concept it in Big Druid? It's the same concept as Barnes, right? Like what What? there's no three drop in Big Druid, right? Um Uh you don't play Feral Rage. I don't play yeah I don't play Feral Rage in it. Um yeah I mean there's only Jade Blossom and Feral Rage i believe mm-hmm. so i mean would you play the
3: big druid though i don't think you would
0: i mean i, I would i would think of it like barnes like okay what can i possibly do with that because if you barn something out and then you copied like if you hit the jackpot with barnes and then you hit the jackpot twice basically oh, <laughs> it burns right. it game.
4: Like so game,
0: right like, it's there's just like, also
4: like, there's also you go on 10 which i'm I'm not advising this play. I don't know how good it is, but you could go, <laughs> yeah. you could go Andaconda and then copy the Anaconda.
0: Yeah, it's true. And then just
4: pull out stuff that they can't yeah. answer, but I, I really don't it's know about this
0: card. Similar at least go, deck building thoughts, right? As, as yeah, you can also day. go
3: uh, Blood of the Ancient One, Innovate, Goodness. Yes, the ancient one. I did see that. Yes,
0: big yes! yes! oh, <laughs> dreams, baby. Yes,
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean. Finally. One other thing you can do is you can actually use it on the last card we we're talking about, Narubian Unraveler, and then for nine mana you can have spells cost four more. So that, that could That's be That's pretty
0: sick too, actually. Oh my God, Rogue nightmares. <laughs> Rogue would just not be able to do anything. It would be pretty terrible for them. Okay, so I can. Okay, maybe maybe there is some some uh, fun things you can do with this. Getting me excited about this card actually <laughs> <I> wasn't <laughs> initially that excited about the card, but uh, yeah. I mean, what other class would work with no no three drops? Uh, is there another class you can think uh, of? Definitely
3: that, not shaman.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll yeah shaman. No. they have got a ton not of them. Not mage. Uh, I mean, if
4: it's not, not
0: Mage, it, okay. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, not mage. There are right, few classes <laughs> that don't run
4: like good three cost cards. I mean. The only one really is warrior but like any kind of warrior you're running the neutral 3s like Stonehill defender or frothing so Yeah
3: and like ravaging like really Ghoul is now yeah. thing
4: right? Oh yeah ravaging Ghoul, yeah Well like right Jackie
3: said right you don't actually Oh have priest to. doesn't have very good 3 jobs. Okay. So Shadow of Death, glimmer
1: Glimmerroot right. but
3: I think I'd rather play this card. Yeah. Well one l- thing that's um I really like about a lot of these cards that we've been talking about is that for some of them it's not very it's not like super obvious what you're gonna play them in it's not like a a druid beast card that's 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 played in beast druid kind of thing Mm -hmm. like they're all kind of like flexible and there's different things you can do with each of them which
0: uh, is really cool. What's cool is that they're non-class cards too, so there's a lot of permutations of it because you can use all nine classes with it. So. It's dangerous at times, but uh, I think, in at least initially, it's a lot of fun to be able to experiment with a a ton of them. So, um, yeah. Anyways, guys, hopefully, you guys will try out, experiment with it, tell us maybe some ideas. You know, feel free to email those or tweet us some of the ideas that you guys have found with some of the cards that we're reviewing today. Uh, But uh, that's going to wrap up the card reviews for now. And uh, I just want to remind everybody that we are available on all the audio channels too, because a lot of people just watch us on obviously Twitch and YouTube, but we have a lot of listeners too on iTunes as well as Google Play and SoundCloud. I just want to mention that um, if you do enjoy the show and you do listen to us on iTunes, uh, feel free to leave us a a rating because it helps out with people finding the show whenever they're looking for a Hearthstone podcast, and that helps us out in a big way. Uh, But also, we always want to take some time and give a shout-out to the patrons that support the show because the show is 100% supported by the patrons at patreon.com. So if you're looking to support the show and you really, really enjoy it, Go and check us out there or check out just um, you know, just the page we have there. And we, we post a lot of things. We do Deck of the Weeks every week. For, that's available to everybody, but we have all the patrons as our guests. Uh, and want to give a shout-out to a few of them. Mike T., our legendary producer, of course. And then Bob K., Nathan J., Anthony L., J, Jason B., Old Man Riv, Zach P., Cody K., Alex G., Amish TV, and Steve K., Thank you so much, guys, for doing that. And again, like, we can't do the show without you guys. So, you know, that means a ton, you know, <laughs> that you guys would uh, continue supporting us in that way. And hopefully we can, um, you know, continue it, you know, obviously in 2018. And um, we need to figure out a way. Are you guys going to BlizzCon this year? We should have like a meetup and, and everything. Ali, you've never I, been. Jackie, have you been, never to BlizzCon? been I've never been either. Oh my I'm gosh, most
1: dude. We, we get to set a
0: milestone or something to get ahead. everybody there so we can have like a meetup and a live show there. That'd be awesome. So um yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. So uh, maybe we'll do that guys. Let me know, you know, definitely email us and let me know if you guys would be interested in something like that because I'd I'd love to to try to figure out a way to get these guys there. Um all right, so the next thing we're doing is
4: underrated or
0: debated. All right, underrated or debated. And uh, I actually picked one this week and it's one that people will probably Never look at, overlooked, but of course me and playing my biggest druid. We're trying out all kinds of crazy <laughs> <Big-ish>. things. <laughs> my biggest, <big-ish laughs> and this week I happened to be playing um, Tortolian Forager, which I'll bring up here in a second. And um, yeah, it was pretty interesting to be honest, because um, you know I haven't played this card since like the very very beginning when it came out. And it wasn't until this week that I was trying out different things in that two-drop area. You know, things like Doomsayer and Pyromancer mm-hmm. and all kinds of, like, removal-ass, you know, just th- that sort of thing. And it just dawned on me that, you know what, Tertullian Forger, it's almost like dropping a body and not having any penalties for it. And uh, meaning, like, I drop this two-drop, and it's almost like Huckster, I actually get a card back that's that's at least a five-attack m- minion or more, so not guaranteed to get one of those awesome 10 drops or 8 drops or whatever that you're trying to shoot for in a big druid, but you tend to get very solid minions from it. And dropping a 2-drop early in games, especially against, like, Aggro or Shaman, it's not such a bad thing, you know, whether you've ramped to 4 or you're, you don't have anything and you want to play a 2-drop. So, yeah, what do, you, what do you guys think? Any, any thoughts on this?
1: I um I I definitely see what you're saying. Like mm-hmm. it, it's it's a solid it's a solid two drop and it's generally like pretty pretty positive. Mm-hmm. I think the only downside comes in where like what what else could be in its place kind of thing. I feel like that's really the only downside. Like is it better than a doomsayer? You know, like, yeah. It, I guess it depends. Um, so in itself, I like it and I think it might be a little underrated. It's more just like that two drop slot in whatever deck you're trying to put it in. Um, I just don't know if it's as good as as another two. That's sort of how I feel about it. Um, was was this yeah. played in Beast Druid? This right? Was this played in some well, kind people of Beast tried Druid? it?
0: And I mean, I don't think anybody's legitimately tried it in a, a viable deck. Like it's like the first week, people were trying in all kinds of things, right? But I don't mm-hmm. think we've yeah. really seen it since. Yeah. So people just I- I like kind of ruled it out, right?
1: Yeah, I think it could be a little underrated. I'm. I'm I'll mm-hmm. agree
3: with you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those cards where it's, it's probably been slightly underplayed. Like, it is mm-hmm. it is actually a pretty decent card. It just hasn't really fit into any mm-hmm. specific archetype. Um, and Big Druid is something where it could potentially fit. But I, the reason I don't like it in Big Druid is I feel like in Big Druid, you're always just trying to, like, high roll. You're trying to, like,
2: mm-hmm. innovate
3: out your barns yeah. or, 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 like, get, like, bright-eyed scout into something insane. So you're always, like you're just always super mulliganing really hard for ramp and basically just innovate wild growth, like My Keeper, bright Scout, that kind of thing. And so you're just trying to high, high roll out one of your massive things as quick as you can, whereas Total and Forager is more kind of trying to take it a bit slower and, yeah. and make it more kind
0: of... Not something you slow. want to do on two, like, t- like on turn two, right? Yeah, I know what you mean. You want to ramp up first. Yeah. Dr. J, what do you think?
4: Uh... I am not a my I have some bad experiences with this card. Let's <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> Do that?
2: Tell uh, us about it. Uh, yeah.
4: Um. So all right. So when I, fir- I first uh, when the first ex- when the expansion first came out, I was trying to build a deck and I called it Jungle Book Druid and it was <laughs> Jungle Giants, yeah. and I played this card and it was like it was pretty underwhelming. It like got a couple wins. It wasn't that great. And then uh, I think it was I can't remember how long ago it was, but it was like midway through the expansion. I was playing against an. A- Next thing you know, like a couple turns later, they dropped this card, and I was like, "Wait, wait, like why is why is this an Aggro Druid? Like I didn't expect that." I was like, "Okay, it's fine. I'll think nothing of it." Went through the game, completely forgot about it. Next thing you know, uh, guys like, "Well played!" I'm like, well, "Why is it well played?" And he drops Deathwing, and I'm like, "Oh, that no! can come out of that card." I guess if you get Deathwing, it's pretty good. <laughs> um, I just think it's a little underrated. I think there's so many things you'd rather be doing on two as Druid with a ramp, and then it just doesn't really fit into anything. Like, maybe it's a really good value card. Yeah. It really, like, Peddler is a good, Peddler was a good value card, but you're also talking to one of the classes where value is, like, a staple. In Druid, it's not about, like, they have value cards, but in Druid, you want to ramp up, and then you start to accumulate the value, whereas this one, you don't get value early and then remove things, because Druid doesn't have removal, so if you're playing Mm -hmm. a 2 and a 2-2 and you're behind... Well, you can never catch back up. That five attacker higher minion is not going to help you catch back up unless it is Deathwing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and that, I mean that was the that was the thing I was trying to just balance was really, you know, either just having something on the board that actually absorbs. It's basically a heal, right, in some ways because you know the the aggro deck will likely trade with it. Because it doesn't want you, at least a shaman will trade with it because they don't want you just beating down the totems, right? So it buys you a turn if you don't get some of those draws. But, you know, at, what you're giving up is probably one of those other cards. So, you know, it was just something I was playing around with. I thought it was worth with talking about because it's good to talk about cards that I think a lot of us don't see all the time. So that's why, yeah, I, at I least, know. I think it, we try to do in this segment. So. Overall, it sounds like we're probably a little bit on the debated meter here. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, because like, what's the consensus? Exactly, a little uh, bit more on the debated side of things. Okay, yes. next up, we've got. Alive,
2: <laughs> it's alive! It's <laughs>
0: alive! We've got Franken Deck, uh, which is uh, for those of you wondering, is a segment that we do where we try to. Uh, build a deck together, and last week we did it and we ended up making a deck of the week. And I think this week we're going to do the same thing. We're going to be making it into a deck of the week. So, um, I didn't get a chance to build a Kazakus one, but uh, Jackie and Allie actually built ca- two uh, Kazakus priests that we figured we would use as a reference. And, um... Uh, this is gonna. We're gonna have to figure out how the how best way to to build this because I, I don't really have the game ready to to really build in this. So Kazak <laughs> being that's 30 cards is gonna be right. interesting. I'm gonna have yeah. to take no, notes here, but okay. um, yeah, Dr. J, what we do is we try to just build a, you know, Kazak's deck together, priests, just based on you know ideas presented in different decks here. So um, I think we Alley's is the one on the left that has. Um, Oracle, Crab, Cleric, uh, Pine Size Potion, Potion of Madness, uh, Shield, Ooze, Doomsayer, El- uh, Radiant Elemental. Gosh, going through all these is tough, man. Shadow yeah. Vision, yeah. Pain, yeah. Glimmer Root, <laughs> Death, the Creeper. I'm just going to read the last <laughs> word of each. Greater Healing Potion, Kazakhist, Feast, Horror, uh, Shell Razor, Alchemist, Trailblazer, Nova, Song Stealer, Chained. Uh, Shadow priest, potion, amber, guardian, and mind control. So no dragons, just pure, um, you know, just I guess value cards with Medivh, right? Um, mm-hmm. So uh, and then Jackie's is kind of similar in the fact that it doesn't have any dragons, but it's got different value cards. Like it's got um, let's see, going through it. Uh, which ones do you have there, different? I think in the beginning is pretty much the same. But then you start changing when you got um, Thought Steel and then mm-hmm. Mast Spell, Shifting Shade. Uh, you got a Harrison in here. Uh, and then what's, what else you got here? Um, oh, you got the secondhand Bruiser, uh, Holy Fire, just for, I guess, a more Medivh uh, ammunition. And mm-hmm. I think that's the only difference, right? And then Primordial Drake. Yeah, so you do have Wind Dragon my bad yeah one try. <laughs> yeah. okay so that's a lot of different cards yeah we probably have that's like like 38 to 40 different cards f- potentially to add from these two decks um but i guess let's ask our our, our uh, guest first dr j what do you, what elements do you think are um at least maybe the differences between the two decks what do you think are is the most important thing to consider in a so... deck?
4: The differences I'm seeing in both the lists is that um, I believe Ali's is the one that runs Hungry Crabs, correct? Yeah, yes. the one,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah okay. So. Which I would maybe switch to a Galaka Crawler, <laughs> it, it, depending on if you're running some more pirates.
4: You're right. It's like the why not both, why not both crafts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Allies definitely looks like it's more... Anti-agro, but it definitely has some like late game potential with the mind control, and it definitely looks like Jackie went for the unbeaten, like the control decks with the thought steal, mm-hmm. the um, courier, not as much like anti aggro tools, but they're still there because it's priest, and it's just definitely interesting to see the differences between the two decks because there's so many ways you can go with it, and I think like like for instance like some of the like key cards I would say would be like just like clerics insanely good, potion of madness is insanely mm-hmm. good. Um, it's just been really hard recently for Kazaka's decks to function, just because without that without that punch factor and then everything else is just... It's it's so much easier to build decks with consistent two-ofs than it is to try and fit one-of and everything into a deck. Mm-hmm. So, um, I definitely like the Primordial Drake, though, because Primordial Drake is one of the best cards in the game, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. And uh, Medivh package is always great, just because you have mind control and free from amber.
0: Yeah, as long as you don't get Harrison's or oozed. <laughs> which right now, it's not super consistent, right? Like, I don't, I don't think everybody and their their mothers are is running it right now. So it might not be a terrible time for Medivh. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, like, what are your thoughts, guys? I mean, right now, for me, I would say... I mean, I play a lot of aggro right now. Um, like, more so than just your control, you know, Jay Drews and things like that. So I think I would... Definitely like to have a little more of the anti-agro um, elements to it, and I, I think the the real question is whether you do that in the form of taunt, or right. if you do it, you know, more in the form of, uh, you know, maybe what you're doing, Alley with uh, Doomsayer, and uh, you even have like Alchemist for more heals. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, what do you guys think? What do you think is the more effective way to stop aggro?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and I think say I think uh, Ali's this is probably better.
0: <laughs> um, and,
3: uh, you just no, can see no, it's like so. right now I know, I've been I've, I, was playing, I was playing my list today and <laughs> the problem with Kazakh's Priest is that you don't have two Dragonfire potions yep, like, you exactly. just don't yeah. have enough AOE yeah. like Holy Nova isn't even that good because you're running one-offs, you can't Abort My Circle you can't have point Size Potion and Shadow and Horror so yeah. the AOE is really lacking so you get kind of it, it, more punished for falling behind it almost feels like you have to mm-hmm. get Shadow Vision's dragon fat version from Shadow Vision, like, every single time. So, mm-hmm. I think Primordial Drake is kind of super important.
4: Yeah, but, I'd um, agree other than bad. that, I'd I think,
3: bad. in my list, I'd probably need to run less greedy Greed. stuff and slightly, <laughs> more, slightly more crabs.
0: Right. <laughs> more crabs. I, I think I would like, um, you know, because of that same um, point, I, I like Wild Pyro. You know, like, Wild Pyro seems to get me out of a lot of situations so uh in Priest too. A Priest that seems to work. I mean we don't have all the buffing cards. I mean you still have Shadow Word or Um Power Word Shield, but you don't have like the the you know the talent priest. So it, it's a little bit harder to keep a, a wild pyro alive for very long, but I mean I I feel like it helps out quite a bit. It makes Holy Nova much better too. Um, it
4: does. One yeah. of the issues with Wild Pyro and like a Kazaka space deck though is Wild Pyro is extremely good with your early game spells like potion <laughs> yeah. or potion and pain or not pain. It's um, uh, the buff health where you draw a card. I'm yeah, power shield. On power the name. shield. Power word shield, Powered shield. Mm-hmm. and it's really good with those cards. And you only have one of those cards and one Wild Pyro, so like you, it, it's kind of like they, the stars have to align if you want to clear an AOE board. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: I think. Yeah, I think I definitely think the primordial for sure needs to needs to be in there. Yeah, primordial. Um, I like. I think personally, swapping the hungry crab for a girl locker crawler. If you guys wanted a, uh, a aggro remover removal card, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys want to keep that in there. Um, what else? I, I personally like doomsayer. I, I don't. I I mean I think doomsayer is so powerful. so I, I kind of like the doomsayer in there. I don't know how you guys feel about it.
0: I, I like it. I mean, I think it, it yeah. definitely, there's probably a huge jump in winning percentage against like Pirate mm-hmm. Warriors and things like that whenever you, you do get it in the opening hand. So, um, mm-hmm. I... yeah.
3: One of the issues with, with Priest is that they don't have much card draw. So, like, mm-hmm. yep. if you like play Doom Sarah and it doesn't go off, you probably just lose the game. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> but but it is true. so good that, yeah, we should That's
2: fair. Yeah. It,
0: so. I mean, anything else you put in, it's not going to clear the board, either, so... Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you're going to be I- put in a very difficult mm-hmm. situation, regardless.
1: I don't think that my Darshire Alchemist is all that necessary. Like, yeah, it obviously helpful. helps with aggro, but I think we can cut that for maybe... Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, I think yeah, you, you cut that for... Secondary the Bruiser could yeah. be good instead. Yeah. Like, I actually really like Secondary Bruiser. Like, no one plays at the moment because Tar rapist is better. But in a deck where you can only run one like I think second rate becomes good again. Especially Priest with not right. that much good AoE. It's kind of weird to think the Priest doesn't even have good AoE. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, so, like Dragonfire Potion is so important in Priest.
0: Well, I mean, you got that yeah. in Kizakus Kizakus most of the time, too. Kazakis will have a That's removal. True. But it's all... It's a little bit situational because of that. And tend to want to save Visions for that, too. So, yeah, it's... It's tricky, for sure. I, mean, the, I think the issue with, with the, the, the Kazakus Priest a lot of times, too, is you just don't have a lot of bodies that are threatening. You know? It's just like, it's. Yeah. you're hoping Medivh ends up creating this giant board at the end, but that's not even... I wouldn't even say that's yeah. even super consistent. You know, a lot No, a times.
3: lot of the time, I actually found myself going for the kind of Summon 3 from Kazakus. Yeah, that,
0: uh, okay. That's a good like one, too. Room. Right. Mm-hmm. That's where Doomsayer sucks, though. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, man, I hate that. I definitely hate that. The, the scare factor there. Elisa's nice too. So okay, so we're talking replace um, Darkshire Alchemist with a Primordial Drake, and mm. what else? Um,
3: what uh, Ali? How did you find Shadowed Horror without? A oh yeah. Uh, you know, with
0: with the
1: Cabal. Um, oh God, what's the sick drop? The uh, s- s- Shadow Cabal Priest. Shadow sorry, Priest. thank you, Cabal Shadow Priest. I did like it. I do. There, uh, there were times though, like especially when you're playing against Murlocs, like the shadowed Horror, like they buff them to three. You know, so so much of the time you're kind of
2: like screwed.
1: Yeah. But I think overall, I did like having the combo in there. Um, uh, yeah, I, I was pretty content with it. I would be interested to try it without it. I haven't yet, so I haven't tried your list, so I can't be hundred percent confident. Um but I personally did did enjoy it. And, and and it helped having the pint size and the uh Shadow Priest, you know or Cabal Shadow Priest, it helps you deal with things like the Sarah, you know, or just like the sticky yeah. four, four attack minions. So I do say yeah. I, I overall I think it was good. Um and I, yeah. I if you guys yeah. would like to keep it in there, I think it'd be worth trying it. So
0: Yeah, I I think uh, I like it because of the lyra, too. I mean, you need spells for lyra. Yeah, so oh, that's
1: true. That's, that's, that was also good
0: for. Yeah. I would, oh, yeah, that's for Shadow Word Horror, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's not as good, I guess. With you lyra. messing up
1: the name. Shadow Word Horror.
2: Chris. Yeah, yeah, Shadow Word <laughs> Horror. Uh-huh.
0: Um, okay. Well, I guess we, maybe we just keep it. Do we just switch out those two? I mean, any, thought, yeah. any right. uh, thoughts on Thought Steal? <laughs> i love thoughts too i do too it's like i, I have a hard time not wanting I
3: mean, what, what do you guys think about weapon removal right now like kind of acidic swamp ooze versus gluttonous ooze versus harrison
1: i'd be willing to switch it to to gluttonous ooze i i feel like harrison's a little expensive but
0: do we even uh, do we even need
3: it i mean i think like gluttonous Ooze is you don't really need it in priest as much as other classes because priest does good heal, um, but yeah. priest doesn't have a good card draw,
4: so I actually kind of like Harrison. Yeah, honest. Harrison might be I better be... just for that reason that it draws you cards. Okay.
1: I'd be willing to try Harrison. Yeah, let's do it.
0: All right, so we'll switch uh, the swampoes with Harrison, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's just go with that, and then we'll, All right. we'll so we'll switch crab with, I think uh, Galaka Crawler, and uh, Darkshire Alchemist with Drake. And uh, ooze with Harrison. All right, let's and, do it. Uh, I think, I think cool. that's it, right? All right, cool. Uh, I'll be posting that, guys. We're going to be doing that for Deck of the Week, too. So um, those of you wondering what Deck of the Week is, it's something that we do every week with uh, patrons as our guests. It's like a mini-show we do on Mondays. And we post a deck a the week on the Patreon, so patreon.com slash Take a look at that. Play it the entire week, and then come and let us know what your results are, because we just all come together and discuss our, our experiences with it. It's been a lot of fun. The patrons love it, so uh, we're going to continue doing it, because it's so fun. Alright, uh, next up we got uh, MechaTorx Workshop.
2: Where's it? Where's it? Where's it? Behold, my mighty invention!
0: <laughs> okay, Megatorks Workshop is uh, our custom card segment where uh, everybody, or at least a lot of people, send in their cards and we get a chance to discuss it. Uh, and it's so funny because some, some of the cards, at least that Warlock card, reminded me a little bit of some of these <laughs> submissions people have sent you know, in the past, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. this week we've got a card from Ethan C called uh, Frost a- Agus, so it's That's right here. Agus. Yeah, right here. It is a mage card. It's a three mana rare. Gain two armor for each spell in your hand that didn't start in your hand. So um maybe good with like a quest mage, right? Given yeah, <laughs> the quest, quest mage, mage is card. all about that. <laughs> Except for you're supposed to spend them for the quest. So this is kind of like right. a anti-synergy. Yeah, Dr. J, what do you think, man?
4: uh i definitely like the concept of it like the concept of you having specific cards in your hand that will allow you to do other things like mm-hmm. we've had that concept with dragons we have had that concept with uh uh we've had that concept of elementals like you play them in the next thing so it's like definitely an interesting comment to think or concept to think that yeah if i have these specific cards in my hand i get a benefit i just don't think this benefit is like really worth it and it's also like you were saying the anti-synergy but it's definitely a cool idea i like the idea of it
0: yeah, yeah. I definitely like armor, right? I mean, if Ice Block is indeed going to go away, which all indications say it's going to be going away soon, then we may need some type of mechanics like this. Yeah. yeah. Yep. What do you think, Allie? Yeah.
1: I feel like it's, um, it's, it's, it's interesting, and I, there are times when I've played Quest Mage where you know my hand is so full that I can't play my catalyst Dome. Because it's filled with everything else, and so in a situation like that, like where you have enough spells, it might be worth it. But I feel like the majority of the time, you're gonna be—you don't want to like hold back your spells that you need to use just to wait to draw this card. So (laughs) I I feel you know what I mean. So like the anti-synergy, I think, is a big issue. But in theory, I like the like the concept.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Think of a cool way to do it. Concept's pretty cool. but um, generally in quest mage, every kind of defensive card you're playing you're kind of using to mm-hmm. stall an extra turn it's usually just about the amount of turns you can survive so like right if you could use this to stall an extra turn then it could be really good so like if it was two mana i think it would that people would probably consider playing it in, in quest mage because like the situations you can probably set up to mm-hmm. uh to like gain enough mana to stall an extra turn or help you survive an extra turn yeah uh but at three mana it's it's yeah so it's i, could,
0: I could see you know having an apprentice or maybe a double apprentice or something and then uh well just an apprentice and then cabalist home into this right and you get you know at least 6 6 armor out of that but you know I'm, i wonder if there's any more combos that you can do something like that and continue cabalist into cabalist <laughs> no, no yeah. nothing yeah. like that but uh yeah it'd be interesting to see how much like what's the average armor you could get cuz it's if only like 4 or 6 it's it's not worth... I don't think it's worth that. It's no better than an ice barrier, right? So it's... Um, I think it, it's interesting. Interesting concept. All right, next thing we got is Burning Revenge. It's a card from uh, Josiah L, and it's a Warlock uh, deal damage. It's a one-mana spell deal damage to a minion equal to the amount damage of damage your hero has taken this turn. All right. Yeah. What do you guys? Like it. Yeah. Uh, this, this is kind of cool, right? This is at least uh, going down that theme of damaging warlocks again and getting something out of it.
3: <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that the last week. Yeah, we
0: were. I think that's why you yeah. followed up with it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, it's it would be great, right? Like you played this it with too. like a pit, be pit Disgusting. <laughs> I mean. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
4: It's like a reverse shield slam, like shield slam you. You go up in health and you kill something. This way you're you're, you're going down in health and you kill something. (laughs) That's
0: true. Blood bloom, right? You could do some crazy stuff with that.
4: Oh, gosh. Blood bloom into doom into... Kill, uh, the what, what are you gonna kill came after you do <laughs> the ten ten yeah. that came
0: off a of black Oh, okay, okay, yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> no, or shoot it in, in
0: the face. the <laughs> face. <laughs> you can hit the hero, right? With this, do ten damage to the face. No,
4: but two, oh no, it's a minion. Oh, hey, this a minion. Good oh my. If God. This is going face. This is going face. I'm going blood bloom <laughs> uh, doom. Blood bloom doom blood, doom. Yeah.
0: Doing twenty to face. One nail pyroblast. Yes, man. That's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. That'd be so sweet. Um, yeah, so uh, Great interesting guy. concept, I like definitely <laughs> like the concept.
4: Yeah, well, I found the craziest thing this thing can do. Are right, you ready? <laughs> okay, we're we gonna are. go, we're gonna go uh, Sea Devil Stinger into Sea Devil Stinger into War Leader into Blood Bloom Doom into Blood Bloom Doom into this. Oh my god, 29 damage! <laughs> 29 damage. <laughs> not, <laughs> not <even.
0: laughs> oh my yeah. god, that's awesome. And then we're both left with one man. Then what's going on? I think he ends up winning, right? Because of that. Uh, <laughs> well, hopefully it's not power Warrior. Then you life tap. It, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's so funny. Yeah, anyways, good concept though. I like it. Definitely, uh, you know, some some kind of interesting mechanic there that maybe we could have some viability. And the last one we got from Nick H uh, is Chromie's Gift, which is a mage card, and it's uh, an epic, four mana. And let's see. It says, "Look at the top five cards in your deck, then rearrange them in the order you you will draw them." <laughs> so that's, that's kind of cool. nice. yeah, that's kind of nice. I, I I I feel I wish uh, Blizzard would do something like this. You know, where you can <sighs> yeah, where you can just order things. You know, not only just know what's coming, but you get to put them in the order that you'd like to receive them. So. Um, you know, if you need card draw, man, just put that card draw right, right smack dab on the top, so that you can yeah. guarantee some value there. What do you guys think? Is five too much? Maybe uh, just three or something I like think, that.
3: Well, look at their UI, the manacles.
0: No, no, just the, no, the, the number of cards that you uh, rearrange. Too much for their UI. <laughs> I think
1: five might be too powerful. Like knowing the next five <laughs> five cards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe three.
0: But given that discovers three, awesome. I think three is probably reasonable. Yeah. Uh, but three is powerful know. too, man, right? That's pretty good.
4: Uh I just think paying four mana to look at the top cards of your deck is oh, pretty true. bad. That's true. <laughs> uh, it's a really, uh, it's a, I'm to not gonna say the cards. We forgot not cool. the mana the card cost. is super cool, but yeah. but uh on turn four, I wanna either fireball that five five staring me down, or good I wanna point. I can just Arcane Elect for three, but if I'm i am spending my whole turn to look at my cards. <laughs> yeah, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, very It's
3: fair. it's definitely like expensive for what you're getting, but in a like control mage deck, I think there are a lot of situations where one specific card can win you the game. So like you play your you play this on turn 4 and like you have your Doom in hand and if you get Frost Nova, it will probably win you the game. That's if true. you don't yeah. have your Frost Nova very you're going to lose. True. Same with like like saying up for, like Flame and things like that. So I think it's it's be- I think it's better than it looks.
0: Yeah. Um I well, don't
3: think it would see play probably.
0: It would be even better if it like, gave you the card. Like if it gave you yeah. a card, like your top. Oh, card, that'd be much better. Yeah, I think that <laughs> that would actually be Man, it, it's hard to judge. Cuz it would you know? read
4: format mana draw a card you want.
0: Yeah. And yeah. I mean you can draw it's really good. You can draw some <laughs> awesome cards. <laughs> so uh, but the fact I just that it, like you it's four minutes, you can't portal though, so it, it would be restricting. You can't flame strike, so yeah, it's pretty cool. I think, I think I like the card. I like the picture too. Chromies. I head. just
1: feel like it would be hilarious. Like you're, you play your aggro, and this is in a control deck or something. I I wonder how many people like after playing this card would just straight concede. You know, because, like, <laughs> say you need that Frost Nova Doomsayer and, you, like, and you've got the Doomsayer in hand and they like, they play Chromie's Gift and it's like, well, clearly I'm not winning
2: this
4: with the next five cards that I'm going to draw. Right. Or, or you activate it and you look at the top five and it's like Pyroblast, Alex, Medivh, and exactly. two Firelands portals you and you're see. like, well, yeah. <laughs> looks like I'm drawing Firelands. Got it right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because you change the order and then you have to draw those five cards and you're just like, well not winning this game let's go to
0: the next one so it's a time saver right that's four minutes save your time (laughs) exactly (laughs) so good so good all right well thanks again guys for sending in the cards it's always a pleasure you know uh, getting a chance to take a look at them and talk to them and keep them coming it's been crazy like how um engaging everybody's been with it and sending in cards every week so i really encourage you guys to do that and um, so fun too yeah totally fun. i love i
1: love seeing like the community's um, ideas super super cool
0: yeah yeah well i think we're gonna wrap up now because uh i know Al you gotta get going but um i want to do some shout outs dr j thanks again so much for coming and stop by or, or stopping by and and getting a chance to visit with us i wanted to have you on given that you had that big win this this weekend <laughs> and it's always a pleasure getting a chance to visit with you
4: well, thank you for everything, Chan Man. I really appreciate all of this. It's like, it's a great experience. It's been a crazy ride I've been on for the past four or five months, and it's been great. And I really appreciate everything everyone's done for me. So thank y'all so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it.
0: What's it, when's your next or what's your next event? Do you are you traveling soon or?
4: Uh, the next event will be playoffs. I'm pretty sure. So okay. whenever playoffs is, they haven't released a date for that. And then after that, it's gonna be Montreal.
0: Okay, nice. Uh, do you have any? Uh, what's your twitter or actually your twitter is actually right there but is uh do you stream and <laughs> like, where can people find you
4: yeah I stream I stream at uh twitch.tv slash dr so okay. it's um it's just my tag handle there's no uh, uh underscore hs or anything it's just the tag so if you can spell my name it's yeah, you know, you'll, you'll
0: make it there. challenge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it looks like one of those speech warm-ups, you know? <laughs> like, you got to say the <laughs> letters. Oh, man. Jackie, you want to do some shout-outs? Yeah. Um
3: Check out my, my stream. Uh, twitch.tv slash chan where I stream so almost here. every
4: day gonna Yeah, which is good to be here, here. <laughs> where you're
3: probably watching it unless you're yeah. listening to it if you're listening to it then yeah come check it out anyway <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we're recording this early by the way guys because I, I have to I'm going to be. There.
3: Yeah. yeah uh, thanks to all our patrons for supporting us uh, helping us continue to uh, do this Re- I'm really enjoying being on value town uh, yeah. thanks for the support uh, thanks for co-hosts it's uh, been a great stream
0: and uh, yeah that's it Awesome. <laughs> Allie? Uh,
1: yeah, it's just uh, my Twitch handle is twitch.tv slash Straza. If you can spell Straza correctly, you're, you're there too. Um, <laughs> S before the Z. Uh, thank you to Jackie and I's team, SUK, for always supporting us. We love you guys. Um, the patrons, once again, we can't do this show without you, so thank you so much. Um, and even if you aren't a patron and you just watch the mm-hmm. show and you enjoy it, yeah, you know, we appreciate you too. So, um, thank you guys for all the support. And uh,
0: yeah, let's about. Yeah, I'll wrap things up by uh, you know saying thank you to the three of you guys for doing the show today. is a lot of fun, and the card reveals are always so great. Like once we start up the card reveal season, and yeah. um, unfortunately, I'm not going to be here next week, so we're going to miss uh-huh. a lot of cards to be talking about. That just means we'll have twice as many when I do come back in two weeks. So, um, yeah, just keep note of that guys, you know, we're going to, you know, be missing a show, but, um, you know, we'll be back on the, I us see, what, what's the date of it? I think it's the 8th or, uh, no, the 9th. We'll be back on the 9th. So tune in there. Uh, if you want to check out the VODs for this episode, youtube.com slash ChamMV, you can follow us all on Twitter here. The, the show Twitter is, uh, ValuetownGG, if you're interested in that. And if you have any questions, go ahead and email Valuetown.com at or at chairman and i'll answer anything all the show notes and all that stuff are available on chairman too because i i make a post for all the shows so um i know a lot of people always want to check out the decks and all that good stuff you can you can find that all there but um yeah other than that find us on itunes all that good stuff later on tonight or not not tonight but yeah it actually will be later on tonight it might actually be early because again it might be already available (laughs) by the time this airs but uh yeah just definitely check that out and look for us there but that's gonna be it, guys, for uh, Valley Town this week. So for Dr. Jikininki, Jackie Chan, and Ali Straza, we'll see you next week.
3: Bye guys. Hey guys.